Hello, moneybag holders. Welcome to episode 13 of Done Talking, and today we'll be talking about Ethereum. I have a question for all you moneybag holders before we start digging deep into this episode. Are you holding ETH, otherwise known as Ethereum? If the answer is no, then you might want to go look at the charts right now and maybe think, you know, is Ethereum going to be here for 10 plus years or is this just hype? I currently hold ETH on the Voyager app and I am happy I got into ETH at a, at a good good start. I mean, it was about $1,200 when I first put in. But now I'm glad I'm holding and I'm actually putting in recurring payments into ETH so I don't miss out on when it goes to the moon. People are saying that ETH are going to be, is going to be the top contender, meaning it's going to destroy Bitcoin. Can I see ETH destroy Bitcoin? I think so, because there's actual technology behind it. Remember, when Bitcoin was created back in 2008-2009, Bitcoin didn't have a real purpose. Every cryptocurrency is also based off the coding of Bitcoin. So Ethereum did copy that in Bitcoin itself. However, Ethereum has actual technology behind it. It's got DeFi, which is decentralized finance. You've got dApps, which is decentralized apps. You've got... What else is there? (laughs) Man, just trying to think of what else there there is. Oh, you got NFTs, non-fungible tokens, you know. All the great things, apps, finance, um, creators, tokens. Those are all the things that help creators and just people alike become monetized. If you don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, Gary Vaynerchuk just created his own NFT line called VFriends. It's something about 15,000 NFTs or so. And they all have contracts behind a digital asset. He's really the first person, in my opinion, that is really bringing forth this technology and having meaning behind it. So if you buy a VFriend, he's going to hold a conference right, for the next three years, and those conferences are in the NFT contract. Not only that, I believe he has one that's like a gift-giving goat. So if you buy that NFT, it's like somewhere about 15,000 US dollars or so, depending on the price of ETH. Um, If you buy the gift-giving goat, you will receive gifts in the mail to your physical address for six years. And if you don't use it all, like let's say you own the NFT for three years, and you want to sell it, make a profit, well, when you sell it, Gary Vee doesn't miss out on making money off of that sale. So when you sell it, Gary Vee takes a little bit of it, little bit of it, and that's how creators get monetized, you see? Gary Vaynerchuk also says that one day everyone is going to have a public wallet. Uh, I think that's true. You know, you'll have a public wallet to display everything that you own digitally. So, for example, I've talked about Decentraland, which is also part of the Ethereum blockchain. You know, if one day your wallet will have the the land you own on Decentraland, the the character skins you own on Decentraland, 
the sunglasses, so on and so forth. So everything on Decentraland is monetized. You can make and earn money from. Okay, <laughs> there goes that tangent. What I really want to get into today with Ethereum is the fact that it's been skyrocketing, you know? Now it's it it has hit over 4,000 recently. I believe its high was... Let me go take a look. Logging into the Voyager app. I've noticed today that the Voyager app also has actual articles inside of uh, each... each crypto so if you scroll all the way down to the crypto like for example i'm on eth right now on the voyager app i opened up eth and latest ethereum news is at the bottom of the screen and wow let me tell you something it's got way more than robin hood i like that i can't even count it <laughs> another thing um so eth's all-time high within the last 24 hours was $4,176.84. Its 52-week high was 4372 so not quite 4400 but it was literally almost there. Its current price is 3907 I have an average cost of 2440 because I've been continuously adding into my Ethereum every time I get paid. We've got a market cap right now, $455 billion. Within the last 24 hours, we've seen uh, $18 billion in circulation. All right. So 33 minutes ago, this is the most latest news. Most investors will miss massive Ethereum price rally, crypto analyst Ben Cohen warns. This is from CryptoGlobe.com. Crypto analyst Benjamin Cohen says the majority of investors will miss out on Ethereum's price rally. Speaking in a recent YouTube video, Cohen told followers Ethereum will continue to gain price momentum despite the majority of market commentators predicting a looming correction. He said, as the Daily Holdo reported. <laughs> Daily Holdo reported. That's hilarious. We know Ethereum is on one hell of a run. We'll have a correction at some point, but hey, remember, people have been calling a major correction forever. And so the problem is that the people were calling for corrections around a $1,000 price range. I mean, the chances that Ethereum goes back down to 900 in the short term is very unlikely, and it may never happen again. So those of you waiting for Ethereum to fall down below 1000 you know, keep dreaming. Because like I've stated, Ethereum has technology behind it. There's no way it could, it could go down now. People are implementing contracts behind NFTs. People are creating apps on, you know, with the Ethereum blockchain behind it. And uh, it's just so much better. <laughs> you know, for example, uh, Voyager, right? They have a, US, a stable coin called USD coin on the Ethereum blockchain. You earn 9% interest per month. What bank does that? None. <laughs> Seriously, name a bank that can have a better interest rate than 9% at the moment. Remember, do you all remember when 2000 hit and 
online bank accounts were doing 5 6% interest rate on savings accounts, well, guess what? This is that time now. So if you want to earn some money, if you want, if you want to build your capital, definitely look into investing into coins for interest rates as well, like stable coins. USDC is one of those coins or USD Tether. Those are, those are the coins that you should look into if you want to build your capital. All right, back to the article. This is what ultimately fuels the Ethereum tsunami is people that keep thinking a major correction is going to happen. It just keeps going up. And so these people ultimately feel trapped, especially if they sold their Ethereum for an altcoin that was pumping and then that altcoin stopped pumping and the Ethereum started pumping. That's why you wait for the pump to come to you. Wait for the tsunami to come. So it doesn't matter when you jump into Ethereum, okay? As long as you put into Ethereum, you could even use different averaging techniques to lower your average or even to slightly increase your average. So what I do is I initially bought into Ethereum, okay? And every 1st and 15th, I put in a set amount of money just so that way I don't F up the average. It's only when you drop huge amounts of money when your average really gets effed up. So if you have $10,000 and you want to put that all into Ethereum, please do not put it all at once, okay? Because <laughs> then you'll have that current price of Ethereum as your average price. Now, I know all of you are thinking, oh, average price doesn't matter. Um, you know, one ETH is one dollar, yada, yada, yada. I don't, I, don't, I don't care about that, okay? Right now, it's at four, it's about $4,000, okay? So if your average price, if you, if you spend $10,000, okay, let's make it even amounts here. If I've got $8,000 and I buy two ETH, right, at 4000 I've got an average price of 4000 okay? I am not going to wait to buy the dip because the dip may never happen again. So I would just, what I would do is just continuously deposit money at different times to get the different prices to average out a new average. And that would, you know, it could be lower, it could be just slightly higher, but you're not going to F it up. So if you if I bought two H at eight thousand four thousand average price and then uh, two months go by and I have another eight thousand right and it's already at five or six thousand for ETH and I drop more money then I drop another eight thousand that's going to dramatically increase my ETH when over time if I were to just to deposit maybe I don't know two hundred per week on a set day you know I it, I'm not timing the market I I guess that's what I'm trying to say is don't time the market and don't don't look at this as a get quick rich scheme, okay? Cuz it's not. It's it's one of those things you have to be passionate about the technology behind it. You have to know what Ethereum is. You yes, you do follow the trends, the ups and the downs, but getting when you first initially get in, it it, it doesn't matter. Cuz if you don't get in, as soon as possible, you may miss out on the opportunity whenever it actually outbeats Bitcoin. All right, that's... <laughs> oh, at press time, crypto compared data shows uh, Ether is trading at a new all-time high, over 4,300. 
Some apps, like I've stated in my previous podcast, have different um, different prices. All right. Oh, this is this was interesting news that just happened. <clears throat> How many of you heard of Shibcoin? Okay, well, if you haven't heard of Shibcoin, Shibcoin is a uh, kind of a knockoff of Dogecoin, okay? And people were kind of talking trash, right? Anyway, when it I'll just I'll just say something about what I recently read. Uh, someone invested seventeen dollars back in December of twenty twenty, and just recently, la- during last week, that seventeen dollars turned into fifty four million. So yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, the next article I'm going to read is a war on rugs has been declared against Ethereum creator over Sheeb transfer, and this is from Decrypt.co. All right. The Telegram group War on Drugs hates rug pulls, so naturally it's trying to pull the rug out on Ethereum. The watchdog group, which says it's composed of developers and auditors, has created the rug Ethereum, R-E-T-H, token in retaliation for Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin's decision to transfer millions in Shiba Inu to charity while simultaneously crashing the market for the token. Now, seriously, explain to me how that is retaliating or you know what i mean like it's his decision like yes he got those shiba inu tokens for free and yes he wanted to give those tokens to charity so what (laughs) i'm telling you some people just create coins because they want to be rich and and the way inflation is going you know even if you were to have a few million dollars that million dollars isn't going to take you anywhere Vitalik rug pulled Shiba. Innocent investors have been hurt. We're on rugs told Decrypt via direct message the day before launching the token. He should never been never. He should never be shown as a hero for this. Binance CEO Cheng Peng Zhao, who agreed to list the token on Binance's Innovation Zone, has called Shiba super high risk and war on rugs. Which looked at the smart contract noted earlier this year that Buterin had a very large stake in the token, which meant it could be vulnerable. Let's be, let's be clear that that very large stake was actually a gift given to him. You know, whenever coins are first created, especially on the Ethereum blockchain, they try to get big backers to get the coin to make sure that it's legit. You know, they want, they want us normal people um, to know that the coin's legit. So if the creator of Ethereum has Shiba tokens or Shiba coins, everyone's going to be like, oh, he has it. So it's a real investment. Keep in mind, there's nothing backing Shiba Inu. It's literally a knockoff of Dogecoin and it's at a lower price point. So people are trying, people see Dogecoin, right? And they're like, oh man, I can put in now because it's like less than a dollar and I can get rich tomorrow. Well, now it's not in everybody's favor. So now they're creating a new coin to try and do the same thing, the same ideology of the pump and dumps with Shiba Inu. And in my opinion, Vitalik, I think, you know, he's trying to send a message like, stop making these crap coins because (laughs) 
He's just creating crap. A rug pull is a type of scam in which developers abruptly leave a project and take investors' money with them. Oh, really? A developer? I really don't think he's a developer. They are common in the wild west of DeFi, which is decentralized finance, where people can go to get crypto loans, earn interest, and trade assets without the help of financial intermediary or the insurance such intermediaries provide. Buterin, however, didn't develop token. He received it. The creators of the meme token sent trillions of the sub-penny asset to Buterin, who is revered among Ethereum Ocalites. I've never read, seen that word before. For his intellectual prowess and his seeming lack of concern for the things money can buy. No Lambos here. Sending the funds to Buterin's wallets lent the project the veneer of legitimacy. See, what did I tell you guys? Well, also, sorry, what did I tell you, money bag holders? While also theoretically decreasing the supply because Butadin wouldn't touch the funds. Theoretically, on Wednesday, Butadin did just that, removing the tokens from a liquidity pool in Uniswap and contributing to a crash in token price. A recently, as recently as Tuesday, the price of SHIB was 0.00003394. By Thursday, it had fallen by more than half to 0.00001563. If you consider a rug pool to be quickly without... Notice, removing a damaging amount of liquidity from a pool, then I guess that's what uh, Vitalik did. DeFi researcher Chris Belk, oh, Black told Decrypt the fact that he never asked for the liquidity in the first place definitely changes things, though. Black continued, the SHIB token project was originally deployed with a specific set of risks and a whole lot of inherent problems. Vitalik didn't change any of that. He simply exposed the token for what it was, which is just a joke. <laughs> Butadin, meanwhile, was feted in some camps as a hero for shucking off a project he didn't want to be associated with and giving the loot to charity. Sheeb is, is, is run on the Ethereum blockchain, where its burgeoning popularity contributed to high transaction fees and network congestion. Already a problem for the network, Butadin has yet to speak publicly about his motivations. To war on drugs, Butadin is the villain. Really? Are you serious? Everybody knows it's a crap coin. So why is Butadin the villain? Because he obviously is not. He's a creator of Ethereum. He has, he wants a decentralized world. I encourage you all to do research on Butadin and uh, watch YouTube videos on, you know, how he got into ETH. Because he originally got into cryptocurrency because he wanted to earn money writing uh, articles and he wanted to receive Bitcoin. So he, that's how he fell in love with um, cryptocurrency. The Reth token available on PancakeSwap is its ironic revenge. Each transaction using the token incurs 4% charge, half of which goes to holders and the other half of which goes towards borrowing ETH. That ETH is then dumped on DeFi crypto lending marketplace Venus Protocol in favor of Binance Coin. Venus, unlike many other DeFi lending platforms, is built atop Binance Smart Chain, not Ethereum. This says war on drugs in a medium post will ultimately create constant sell pressure on ETH pairs on BSC, meaning the price of ETH will become depressed. In a twist, it also sent Vitalik 50% of the 100 quadrillion supply, though it has banned his wallet from using it. Oh my god, these people are so salty. Reth has more than 2,100 holders since going live this morning, according to Blockchain Tracker BCS scan. This uh, article was put out on uh, Voyager about eight hours ago. So 2,100 holders since going live, that's insane.
The move adds, I can't even have 2,100 followers in one hour. <laughs> the move adds additional intrigue to a brewing cold war between Ethereum and Binance Smart Chain, a rival network for DeFi applications established by cryptocurrency exchange Binance. Some have argued that Binance benefits from congestion on Ethereum, providing its motivation for listing bulky speculative tokens such as SHIB on its own exchange. And now it will literally be getting the benefits of RETH sales, whether it has the appetite for this pool, rug pool or not. Ah, these people seem a little bit salty, to be honest. Seems like they're mad that they're not getting rich quick. You don't get rich overnight, seriously. Ugh. All right. I'll uh, go ahead and read one more article here before I call this uh, podcast an end. <clears throat> hmm. NFTs, Ethereum 2.0, crypto trading, tax day is Monday. Are you ready? Yeah. You know what sounds interesting? Ethereum market cap, now half the size of Bitcoin. That. This is from CryptoBriefing.com. This is big news, all right? Ethereum is now worth over $478 billion. That's just over half the size of Bitcoin in market cap terms. Woohoo! Here's some key takeaways from this uh, article. Ethereum's market cap is now half the size of Bitcoin. The ratio between the assets is 0.08. Many crypto followers believe that Ethereum could overtake Bitcoin to become the largest cryptocurrency by market cap in the future. So Ethereum could soon be on the throne. Ethereum's roadmap for the coming months, including EIP-1559 and the merge to proof of stake, which could bode well for ETH's price action. When the recent Ethereum rally has raised calls for what the crypto community has dubbed the flippening, Bitcoin dominance plummeting. Ethereum is catching up with Bitcoin. The second-rate cryptocurrency hit a market cap of $478.5 billion today, which is just over half that of Bitcoin. ETH has trended back over 4000 in the last 24 hours, while BTC is trading just at 50000 over 20% off of its all-time high. So yes, Bitcoin has hit a 20% decrease and it's trading sideways the past month or so. So ETH is now finally catching up. ETH has been rallying against BTC for weeks now. The ratio between the two assets was hit, oh, has hit 0.08 and Bitcoin's market cap dominance has slid to around 41%. One of the strongest narratives in the crypto community of recent weeks has been the possibility of an event that's been called the flippening. Ethereum believers have long discussed the possibility of the number two network overtaking Bitcoin in market cap terms. Ethereum would need a ratio of 0.016147 to overtake Bitcoin today, which equates to an ETH price of around 8,224. Wow. I am really rooting for ETH to hit 10K. The event has often been described as improbable. That's changed this year, with Ethereum regularly hitting new record highs amid surging demand in the last few weeks. Legendary crypto traders like Kobe and Suzu have shared the view that Ethereum taking the top spot is likely. On many metrics, Ethereum already ranks ahead of Bitcoin. It processes about 1.5 million transactions daily, while Bitcoin does about 250,000. Ethereum's daily fees significantly eclipse Bitcoin's Ethereum, also has a vast ecosystem that's home to DeFi apps like Ave, Uniswap, and Compound. So, oh, uh, so those are those are decentralized finance apps. Ave, Uniswap, and Compound. If you were to go on any trading app, you can actually buy those those coins. Crucially, Ethereum still has a big few months of development ahead. On July fourteenth, the protocol will ship EIP fifteen fifty nine, 
which will add deflationary pressure to ETH by introducing a gas fee burn on transactions. EIP-1559 inspired the ultrasound money meme that Vitalik Buterin and others have discussed recently. After it ships, the merge to proof-of-stake is due to follow. Certain signs suggest that institutions are starting to take an interest in ETH. With Elon Musk helping to resurface the environmental debate surrounding proof-of-work, Ethereum's scheduled proof-of-stake update could also strengthen its narrative. Should the interest in Ethereum continue, Bitcoin may need a new wave of institutional adoption to hold onto its crown. Whoo! Disclosure, at the time of writing, the author of this feature owned ETH, FLI, and Aave. And several other cryptocurrencies. They also had exposure to uni and comp in a cryptocurrency index. All right, that's it for this uh, article. And I'm probably going to do some closing remarks here because I'm going to be going to the gym here soon. So that's interesting. We can act this year, 2021, could be the year that Bitcoin falls off the throne and ETH could just woo, outrun it. I'm excited for what's to come. I really do hope ETH outperforms BTC. Sorry for all you BTC holders. I do hold Bitcoin. Um, I just recently sold some so I can get into ETC, which is Ethereum Classic. And if you don't know what Ethereum Classic is, uh, let me know. Shoot me an email or something. Maybe I'll do a... Um, a video on ETC. All right. All right, money bag holders. I want to thank you all for listening and subscribing. I really appreciate it. I started this project because I like cryptocurrency and I'm going to continue podcasting and uh, just talking about so many coins because there are thousands of coins out there and you know even if you just listen to my thoughts on a coin maybe that will get you either one into investing or two uh, i don't know maybe creating your own coin (laughs) all right well i'm jonathan dunn and this is done talking